suits to supernatural talking TV Blacklist and the rebels Sherlock's Big Bang with Orphan Black True Detective bombed at second crack The Walking Dead Arrow and the Flash Get into TV, we're talking all things superhero TV today. I'm Ben. Mitch Lewis. Hello, Benjamin. We'll get back to you in just a moment because uh, you've got a big story to tell. And Terry, hello. Hello. My fellow up-to-date with everything television person, (laughs) the only person I can ever talk to about anything TV. Yeah, we certainly haven't had any conversations, and it sucks. This has been going on for weeks and weeks and weeks. We haven't had any chats up online yet. Yeah. Hopefully this will be the first. Yeah. You're sick of waiting. I'm sick of waiting to put it up. Because we, we had the new up. we had the new website. Yeah. Which is looking fantastic. Thank but you. none of the old chats are up there. No, and all the, the podcasts, it's a new channel, it's on SoundCloud now, it's been refreshed. You've blown everything up. We're done. So this is gonna be it, yep. hopefully. Yeah. Where do we even start? Terry and I are having secret conversations. <laughs> you walk in and we have to oh, so um yeah, the, what are you having for lunch? Well, as you said, it is the superhero rundown, whatever we're going to call it. We're just talking the comic book TV shows uh, that we can currently see on Australian TV. So we've got, uh, what, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, we've got The Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, and Supergirl. And so I was up to, like, a varying sort of level of being up to date with all of them. What? A varying well, level? Like I'm, okay, so Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. obviously had, like, a two-month... You weren't up to date on it. Anything. It had, like, a three-month break, right? It had a three-month break. The Flash was off for about four or five weeks. Same with Arrow. Legends of Tomorrow sort of continued on as it was. Supergirl was the same. So I was able to sort of... Supergirl, I picked up very late. I think once the, the crossover between... You weren't going to watch it. Well, I was going to leave it. But once I found out they were definitely crossing over with Flash, it was actually happening this season, I said, I've got to get up to date because I don't want to watch the crossover and have that as my first introduction to the show and the character yeah. uh, and the which tone. Which is fair enough. Which yeah. is fair enough. But what are your excuses for the other shows? Uh, very little. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not, not a lot. Um, so where are we going to start? What, what's the first show you want to uh, bring us back up to speed on that we can finally chat? Terry and I have have to sit here and try and remember from so many months <laughs> well, some ago. Well, if I'm up to date with some of them, then you're going to remember them because they were only on last week. Okay. So we're catching up. Oh, no, no, I thought you were going to... We're going to talk about, like... We will talk about everything. We yeah, will talk about everything. Everything you've and seen. Because for we'll, you, it's just happened. Yeah. And as uh, as Maddie, who does the uh, the Get Into Movies Chats uh, podcast on the, on the Geek channel, he calls me Mr. Chronology uh, because I've got to start everything from the start regardless of what I'm watching or how ridiculous it may seem to go back to the beginning of something. If I was Terry, you're into Doctor Who, I'd be like, no, I'm going to go back to 1950 and start from, from the beginning. 63. 63, sure. <laughs> yeah, you corrected. <laughs> I knew... I'm like, wait for it, wait for it, and there it is. I was hoping you wouldn't have to correct me. I'd hope you just jump in. And, and who was the first doctor? William Hartnell. Oh, so we all love him. <laughs> not, not really my favourite, but who? whatever. Who? Uh, exactly. So, all right, um, The Flash, obviously, it's off. Li- it was off last week. Um, it's on a two-week break, I think. So the first one on Australian TV, Wednesday night, very late, as they're putting it on, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Now, I should say that uh, we are going to talk about uh, Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow and Supergirl. So if you're not watching S.H.I.E.L.D. or you're not up to date, you don't want anything spoiled, uh, just hit the show notes. We'll get the time code after we've recorded all this and uh, we'll put in when we're going to talk about each particular show if you want to skip one or save it for later or whatnot. But uh, to kick us off back onto S.H.I.E.L.D., okay, I have caught up. So I- you hadn't watched 
anything because I hadn't watched anything since they came back from their two uh, their two month break or three month break. Yeah, so I up until uh, last week's episode, I think last week's episode was like the fifth episode back or at least the fourth, but maybe the fifth. And so I uh, I, I smashed out the other four. I'm up to date. I've watched the most recent episode, so we can talk about it. Do you remember what happens at the first episode of the second half of? Because it is mid season. It's not yeah. the last season. It's we the... don't need to go back and and cover every episode that I've watched. I mean, we can just talk about where we're up to. In okay, Shield, yeah. So. But it, it, it kind of kicks off, and that whole theme has been going. Yeah. So where was it left at the end? Was it, it was left with uh, Coulson came back from that other world where the um, that's right the, the oh, mono after the hand and yeah the... and he, all made gets he killed, killed Ward with, with the... his with yeah. his Terminator hand yeah. and then he took it off and just left it there. What I yeah, yeah. which I didn't realize until the most recent episode where I think the bad guys they've got the hand you know because Ward obviously was yeah. taken over by the yeah. uh, the alien hybrid bloody metahuman whatever the hell he is inhuman of something description we don't know yet I guess that's the beauty of it and and gives that to them and like why Coulson would leave it it's character development I have no idea but that's where it picked up from is that that guy is now in Hydra the last of Hydra he's in their hands and uh, they're at his mercy I guess because they want him to lead or at least co-lead uh, with Powers Booth's character, um, Gideon Malik. So, so is Gideon? Because uh, at the end of the last episode that I saw, it looked almost like Gideon was going to come to Shield and say, "You know, I screwed up here. Um, this guy's out of control." Because he was, he looked scared on that plane. Was he on a plane? I can't yeah, remember. How, he, it was weeks ago. He was separate. Yeah, you're right. No, Ward and uh, and Gideon's little offsider. Uh, I don't know his character name, but he's the telekinetic guy. Yeah. Um, and Ward and he were together, and they called out Gideon. And I think Gideon's freaking out that he's brought this ancient power back. Yeah. To help Hydra take over the world, even if this guy has to leave. But I think he always felt like. I'm at least going to be in control of this guy. But he's slowly realising this guy is just decimating everyone that gets in his way, basically, and that there is no controlling him. And whether or not Malik's going to come right around now or it's going to take until the end of the season or he dies before he you know, turns over to the good side, essentially, uh, he, I think he's... Yeah, you're right. He's starting to realise that he's made one hell of a mistake. And, yeah, it's, shit's not working out for him. Yeah. And we've got another, I think, what, two episodes to go before... The crossover episode, uh, well, not crossover, but tie-in episode oh, to Captain movie. America: Civil War. How are they going to do that? How are they going to do it? What's going to happen? Well, that's what I'm thinking. That's, that's what I want to ask you guys: is what do you think's going to happen? Because there's such a separate storyline now. I think that's why Agents of Shield is able to do so much. Like they're bringing in this alien from another dimension or another planet, and it's like, you know, then they're bringing in the Inhumans as this major storyline that's it's affecting the entire planet. Really, like it's a global storyline. There's mutants popping up all over. I can't say the M word. There's inhumans popping up all over the place. At least with last time, you know, there was the Hydra thing and then it's sort of tied in with, you know, uh, Avengers, the tiny little bit. But the Hydra thing uh, with Captain America Winter Soldier and that sort of completely changed the storyline of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I mean, the, the very nature, the concept of S.H.I.E.L.D. changed because of the movie. So that crossover, that tie-in was fantastic. Last year was very, very minimal. They sort of mentioned Avengers, and afterwards they mentioned Ultron and the fact that uh, Sokovia, the, uh, the uh, you know European country, nearly got you know wiped out. This time, I just don't know what they're going to do. I mean, Civil War is all about, you know, uh, having at least the movie version, having some kind of accountability for those people with powers and who they are and what they can do and who they should be working for. Uh, at least that's as far as we know, because the plot still at this stage Which has been is kind of shield, quiet. right? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Um, you're, but- you're right, what you said before. The first crossover was awesome. The second one, it wasn't really involved so much. 
but it was cool. Mm. It was still cool. I think this one's going to piss a lot of people off. I mean, namely me. A lot of people, the people that watch Shield, yeah. which. I think yeah. yeah, it probably would upset people like it did with with us two when we saw Agents. Of, uh, sorry, when we saw Age of Ultron last year, and it just started. Yeah, right. It just began. They were together, and we thought, "Hang on, we didn't see how all these guys got back together and and they reformed as a team, or how they said, no, you know what, we're off doing our own thing, but let's come back for one more mission.' We didn't see that, but in Australia, we get to see Age of Ultron. We get to see every Marvel movie before it airs or before it premieres in America. So I th- the the following week, Agents of Shield is on TV, the prequel episode, yeah. and you and I looked at each other and went, "Oh, here we go! This is going to answer a lot of questions that the movie didn't address and answered nothing." Yeah, and then even post the post episode answered nothing, and we were pissed off. Movie fans that only watch the films, don't watch the TV show, they don't care. They don't know any difference. I still feel like they should be angry because it didn't address a lot of those same questions, but at least they didn't know that there's an avenue out there where those questions weren't addressed again like you and I so yeah I reckon we're, we're bracing ourselves for at least a little bit I'm bracing myself for a little bit you're bracing yourself for a little bit more of a tie-in um, with uh, Civil War and I don't know that we're going to get it yeah I'm hoping for something big in the crossover episode mm. and in the movie a couple of mentions in the movie would be awesome oh. so I want Coulson to walk in. <laughs> First scene of the movie is Coulson with his bio hand just doing something cool. Yeah, that would be awesome. Or even a post-credit scene, something just for us fans to even sit there and listen to the people that don't watch the show. And Coulson pops up like, oh my God, he's alive! I'm like, he's been alive for three years! Yeah. There's yeah. a whole three TV series worth out there. Go and check yeah. it out. And how, have they ever addressed that in the movie as far as the, the team? Because they got nope. Coulson... They got he um, he got the team back together based on Coulson's death, death yeah. right? They've never told the Avengers that. No, as far as we know, no one knows about it except for Nick Fury. Yeah, wow. All the team members know, and they're Avengers. Nothing. They're the people saving. And they don't even know that Coulson's alive. And then you got Maria Hill, um, uh, Kobe Smulders, girl from How I Met Your Mother, uh, Nick Fury's right hand woman. Uh, she was in the show. She knows that he's still alive. She helped bring him back into the fold. She was in Avengers 2. She was helped running Avengers 2. Well, she she was works the for Stark Industries. Code 7 or whatever it was to initiate the helicarrier. That in, the, thing. in the show. Right. She's she's a great connection between the movies. And she has direct links with the Avengers and with Coulson. So she's holding that secret. But you think about Scarlet... Uh, sorry, uh, um, Scarlet Johansson. Um, Black Widow. She has no idea. But she's otherwise, you've got to think, as highly ranked as what Maria Hill is. So it's very confusing. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff you can go and read about. We could go into detail. We'll be here for an hour talking about the the battle between Marvel Studios, the movies, and Marvel Television, and how divided they've slowly become over the last couple of years and to why, they, why it might explain why they don't you know, share a lot of storylines or characters as much as what we, the fans who just care about the entire universe might want them to but um, speaking anyway. of universes we probably should switch universes now yeah let's do it because Marvel is really uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is really the only Marvel TV show we, we want to chat about weekly DC we're going to talk DC obviously Flash is off this week Yep. So let's get to Arrow. And I know, Terry, you've got some strong feelings about this week's Arrow. I think the entire episode up until the last three minutes was complete shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mitchell, what are you (laughs) (laughs) saying? Well, what made it shit? So, like I said to you before, unless I've missed something, Genesis can only happen if Dark has his powers. That's the great plan that he and Hive are working towards. Genesis, yeah. So for Merlin to go to the prison 
and cut this deal where Damien will... This is the last, pre- previous episode there, yes, yeah? Yes, yeah. So Damien has promised Merlin that he will save him and Thea if he helps Dark get his mojo back so he can release Genesis. Mm. But if he doesn't get his mojo back, there is no Genesis. So the entire point of the episode was kind of mute. But he what, did get his... He, he did, did. He but only got it back because Merlin gave, like, stole the, the statue thingy and got the little... What's it that was missing? Yeah. And gave it to Dark, so then he had his powers. But if Merlin didn't do that... And the only reason, supposedly, that Merlin has done that is because Damien has said, I will save you and your daughter. But they wouldn't need saving... If he if never Merlin gave it to him in the first exactly. place. Exactly. So it kind well, of meant, what is the point of this episode? Well, Merlin, Merlin does want death and destruction, doesn't he? Remember, he was under the undertaking. He, mm. he wanted that all wiped out. So he, he can still do that himself. He doesn't need some psycho... Yeah, maybe, but could he? I mean, he's lost his League of Assassins. The undertaking, that well, that's, that's gone. And this could be... He just needs to jump on the bandwagon and go, well, actually, you know what, I kind of see what this guy's on about here. Um... Or is he uh, another motive? Does he want to see how he uses the powers, then steal them or something? I don't know. Uh, that'd be very Merlin. That'd that be a very be. Merlin thing to do. But what, I mean, what do we know about Genesis? I mean, there was that one episode where they seemingly went underground and there was like a giant pot farm or something. Like they were growing. <laughs> I think it was corn. Yeah, sure, corn. Okay, <laughs> so this pot, dude. I can't sure. remember. I knew there were plants involved. Was, I'm just saying it was, it was very underground. It was very. I'm sure, it was medical marijuana. <laughs> as, far, as, as far as <laughs> secret, as far as secret herb or vegetable growing goes, surely corn doesn't need to be kept that secret. Unless, of course, this is the great prequel series to Interstellar, where the whole world ran on corn. But now we're really crossing universes. Um, what do we know about Genesis, though? They went into that, like, corn thing and they seemingly were, like, under great white lights. They were really far underground and they were mm. growing all this corn for whatever reason. And he said it had something to do with Genesis. Well, what do we, do we know that right. Damien needs jump, to have his powers? I'm going to jump right in here and go for a Star Trek. The Wrath of Khan. Mm-hmm. I took it as though they do a lab test, if this was the Wrath of Khan. They do a lab test, yeah, they make some shit work. And then they do an underground test yep. to try and terraform a cave or whatever. And then the big test will be they'll terraform the whole planet and just wipe out everybody but a few and then boom. Or the few go into the underground thing and yeah. live there for a while while they annihilate the world mm. and then they come back up to rule the world. Because that's what they were talking, him and his wife. When we first got introduced to his wife and we thought she was innocent, that's what they said. They're not talking about reforming Star City or anything like that. They're talking about destroying the planet, aren't they? Like, no, I think And only so, keeping yeah. the elite yeah. and the worthy alive. Like, yeah. this is, yeah. yeah, this is huge. So they'd need somewhere for them to live for a while. Yeah. So maybe under the underground area is where they're going to live yeah. and just eat Well, okay, that even... Marijuana. Like, <laughs> Goes well, eat corn and smoke marijuana. What a great, what a great place. Um, popcorn, sure, and yeah. weed, yeah, <laughs> just what, yeah, just what you need. Um, okay, well, that goes, I guess, further to my question. Then, if, if the corn sort of side of things has got nothing to do with the actual Genesis plan, what Genesis is, what, what is Genesis like other than destroying the world? How do we know that they're going to destroy the world or? Like, does Dark need to get to a certain spot along the, the energy lines beneath the Earth, whatever he's talking about, and use it? Like, what what is Genesis? What do we know about Genesis? I don't think we know anything yet. Yeah, right. So that's what I mean. Like, you're, uh, like you're worried that the episode was shit because it doesn't explain about Merlin's thing because yeah, he needs to have his powers to make Genesis work, but yeah. do we know that? 
Well, that was the impression I got. Mm. In order for Genesis to happen, he needed to have his powers, get out of jail and get all his yeah. um, you know, minions but, together. And Let's not forget, there is a sub-story going on with Merlin that we hadn't seen. He scraped up Vandal Savage, yeah, his ashes or whatever, and then he saved Dark at more than once now. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think Merlin is somehow... He's definitely got a long con going on. You think he's playing definitely, He's definitely got dark. something going on. Because... Because of the fact that he scraped up old mate and he lost his um, hot tub time machine thing. <laughs> so a Lazarus pit. Yep. Yeah, Lazarus pit. So he lost that, I, I think, and he lost his power. His ring's been he's melted. He lost his hand. He lost his hand. Oh, he needs the Lazarus pit to get his hand back. There's just Vandal Savage is immortal, so mm. that's something to do with the Lazarus pit as well. I, I just think. Yeah. It's all Merlin. He's got something planned. And Damien Dark is thinking that he's in command, but I don't think he is. I think Merlin's got a long con. And also, Damien works for other people. Like, there have been other people that have come along from Hive or whatever that are checking on his progress. Like, it's not like he... He's like the chief soldier. You know, he's the one yeah. out there on the front line, but he's not the one ultimately calling the shots. He might be the most powerful one there. He might be the only one with supernatural powers, but he's still got someone above him calling the shots. Maybe he plans on killing them in this in this Genesis uh, thing, but um, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's, it's strange how little we know about the, the end game of what we're led to believe is the chief villain. But like you said, Ben, it might be a case of a long con from the sub-villain. You know, yeah. This, this, this guy that filters on the shadows for four seasons. And how's Andy? I mean... <laughs> I mean, how's Diggle gonna feel? Yeah, that was Diggle killed Laurel, basically. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's on the record. Some fighting words that was now. His, it was his fault. Yeah, he well, should have trusted right. Oliver. Did you yeah. ever? Tr- did you ever? I mean, my thing. I bought it as it was sold to me at the beginning of the last episode, or the episode before. Again, I can't remember. I've watched so much TV; they all blur into one. But when Merlin, was and we're talking, so proud of you for doing. Thank that. you. <laughs> when Merlin was talking to somebody in a car, and he said, "Oh, you're the man on the inside." Um, and whatever he refers to him as, he goes, oh, would you like to just be called Mr. Diggle? And then you realise he's talking to Andy. And I come in and I said to Ben, oh, my God, I'm up to this episode. And Andy's a mole, like he's never turned. And you said, well, who's to say that he isn't just playing along and that he's the agent for Team Arrow within... He's a double-double agent. He's a double-double agent. I thought, (laughs) I didn't even think about that. Like, the idiot I am, I'm just seeing it, how it's sold to me, and I'm buying it. But I bought the fact that he was a double agent, not a double-double agent. And then you realise in this episode, as much as he's tested and he makes you believe that he's only a double, that he's a double-double. <laughs> I love saying that. And See, I thought that was obvious, though. Yeah, that's what Didn't I mean. Like, where, where, where did you guys even sit? Even when he got the arrow in his, in his shoulder, I was like, you know, that's all staged. Yeah. It, it was, just seemed so So you weren't surprised when he turned out. No, yeah. No. Yeah. No, Otherwise, I, I guess his it. reform was very quick. And I'm not saying I was completely surprised. I'm just saying, like, in hindsight, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know what? They could have done more to sell us on that. It was, you know? it was a yeah. very predictable episode. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit rubbish. Now, let's come to the ending. I, I got a bit teary only what? when only what? when Captain Lance walked in. His you've reaction. To, you've wanted to kill like, her off since I know, season one. But his reaction yeah, no. made me go like a little bit. Yeah. Sad. Oh dear. It was a, just his reaction. Everyone else's it was like, oh yeah, Laurel's dead, yay. But his reaction <laughs> made me sad. <laughs> now it was um it who it was Dark who did it with his telekinetic powers, yeah. He sort of caught the arrow that, that um Oliver shot at him and then he threw it back at 
No, I think no, he no, just. No. I think he actually just stabbed. No, her you're right. In. Actually, sorry, he did just go up there and physically stab her, which I guess has more impact when he doesn't use his powers. He goes up there and you know give it to her under the rib cage or whatever. And and the moment that happened. I'm like, oh well, this it wasn't just like you know he's injuring her. I mean, again, what do these costumes even stop? Nothing. They're just there for show, especially hers. She yeah. looks like 1992 Catwoman, just with more buckles. Like it's the most <laughs> impractical and ridiculous looking costume. Yeah. But I went into this episode a couple of days after it aired, um, obviously. But I had to skim past all these articles online on these sites that I go to and on Facebook, and it said, "Oh, we finally find out who's in the grave," because that's been the question since the start since of the, the series start. and since that uh, mid-season premiere, where we keep get, we we found out. Okay, what's well, not Felicity? Hang on, Felicity's got her ring off, and then we find out. Oh well, who who, who could it possibly be? And our tip on the night was, "Oh, is it going to be Diggle? Is it going to be Laurel?" And then we're thinking about sub characters, but then they're not going to mean anything. They're not going to carry that emotional impact. And so I watched this show, uh, this episode. Laurel cops it, and I thought, okay, well that makes sense. That makes sense why they're so upset. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that there was going to be that episode. I don't think, or maybe you told me. No, I don't think I would have told you ahead of time because I didn't know until after you'd seen it. Yeah. And you would have gotten in trouble. Oh, yes. (laughs) But somehow, from right from the beginning of the episode, I don't know if it was the way that it was shot, I went, oh, oh, something's going to happen tonight. Mm. This is going to be the moment. Because there was a scene with Diggle, and it was a classic, I don't know how to to describe the, the way it was shot, but it was like, oh, it could be Diggle. Like they, were, they, were, they were setting up shots to make you think, like he might have said something like, well, you know, I'm never going to leave you guys. <sighs> Dramatic music. And I'm yeah. like, oh, yep, oh it's going to be Diggle. It's going to be Diggle. And then it's something that Thea might have said to him, oh, no, it's going to be Thea. It's going to be Thea. <laughs> so somehow I had the feeling, and I don't, I, did you tell me that something was going to happen? Someone, I, I don't know. I no. feel like maybe it was just shot that way. So then when she got stabbed, I'm like, oh, well, it's Laurel. There you go. And That's it would have been almost a better way to go about it if it was Diggle because of the whole brother thing you know his brother turns evil or reveals himself to have always been evil and then Diggle maybe in a moment of him saying you know what no you can come back and trying to really convince his brother once and final chance come back to the light side essentially and his brother kills him you know and that would have been a great sort of arc to their story we've always heard about Diggle in flashbacks we saw the brother the same actor back in like season two and remember I said to you Ben I'm like the brother's coming back he's still alive yeah because I recognize that actor enough to go they're not bringing in a guy even that recognizable for one episode yeah for a very minimal part so he's coming back and I think that would have just I don't know that would that would have had more feel I think to have the evil brother kill the guy that we've always loved and then that would really send our um, Oliver down a dark path. So it's on this week or no? It's not. No, it's on a it's now on a two week break. Right, so it's back next week. Yeah, or this week this after? this week that that we're in right now, we've got no flash no arrow, but uh, next week we've got flash and the week after we're back with both of them until okay. they both run so out. Do you think we're going to come back to this episode of Arrow mm. and it's going to be the graveyard scene? We're going to be there. We're back up to speed. Do you think it's going to be there? I th- I think so. Um, but the question is, do you... They bring back people from the dead all the time. Yeah, yeah. Is she still alive? Well, I'm going to come back to that in a moment. Okay. Okay. <laughs> could it be... Could the graveyard scene, in fact, be someone else at the end of the season? So next week, or whenever it's going to come back, mm. may not be... Laurel's funeral. Yeah, it could be Diggle's funeral. Diggle could be dead. Thea could be dead. Someone else could die. They've duped us. I mean, I've I've seen 
a photo of something online that Duh. could answer that question. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I won't tell you. Um, but I've I know the answer to that question one way or the other. Okay, let's not go on any more about that. I think <laughs> <laughs> go and look it up yourself if you're interested. Uh, those listening, go and look it up yourself because Ben doesn't like spoilers. No. And God love you for it. Laurel asked Oliver, "Hey, can you do me? I need you to ask this a favor. I need I need to ask you a favor." And then they go outside the room, and That's you can't right, you see can't... what she asks him to yeah. do. They're yeah. just talking, right? And and then she's dead. And then she's dead. Now, remember his Vulcan neck pinch that he does and makes people look like they're dead? Mm. I don't know the reason why she would say, I need to fake my own death. Mm. I don't know what that would be, but is it conceivable that the favour is make me look like I'm dead? But would she Bec- do that to her father, though? She would have good reasons. Right. The bit that made me really think it was is Oliver's face looking at the captain. Yeah. It almost looks as though, shit, I'm telling you something mm. that I know is not true. This is killing me. Yeah. But I have to, I promised her I'd make you think that she was dead. Even before that, when she died in front of him, everyone else in the room reacted as you would expect, and he didn't. And I thought maybe they're just trying to... It's, it's so unbelievable to him because she had just said, look, I know you don't love me the way that... You know, I love you, basically. You're the love of my life. I'll never have you, but that's fine. I just want you to know. And I thought maybe in he was so emotionally turned around that she died in front of him after saying that and he just went completely blank. Yeah. But everyone else is crying or screaming out or, you know, shoving doctors out of the yeah. way. No, no, it's no, like Laurel, he went no. Numb. He went numb and, and that, but then yeah. you're right, he goes out and sees uh Lance and Lance he's got a shoddy heart. He's had he's got two daughters, but I think he's now seen his daughters die four or five times. Um, <laughs> and he's also a recovering alcoholic. He's a recovering alcoholic. Um, you know, he's he's divorced and he's broken up now, got back with, but I don't know what the situation Felicity's is with mom. Felicity's mum. Like, there's enough going on in that guy's life. He doesn't need another fake daughter death on his hands. And maybe you're right. Maybe I need to go back and watch that scene and see Oliver's Oliver face is guilty. He, yeah, so he, I didn't see that. I remember mm. his face. And I, to me, the look on his face was... I have to tell you she's dead. Yeah, I have to tell you. Like, I don't want to tell you because she's actually not. I'm going to save her in 10 minutes. Or I don't want to tell you because it's going to really f*** you up. We're relying, of course, on his acting ability to convey a certain... And he is a, look, he's a good actor. Like, even when this show has been awful, and I thought the first season was pretty sketchy, this show, he's been the one constant good thing about this show. Regardless of what else goes on, he, I think he's great. Yeah, and I do too, and that's what I'm saying. If he is conveying to me watching it, what yeah. I'm saying he is, then that's brilliant because mm. I looked at him going, dude, you're hiding something. You're hi- you don't He's really want to do this. He's always hiding something. <laughs> well, that's true. He's well practised, I guess. Yes. Now, going back to the first episode when we first saw the glimpse six or nine months in the future, whatever it was, and uh, you know, we were all watching it and we saw that and we don't know who it is. And he's sitting there. Everyone else has left the cemetery, and Oliver's standing there in front of the gravestone. And then Barry Allen, Barry. Flash, shows up yeah. yep. and says, "I'm so sorry, I'm late." And Arrow turns around and says, "Is it Zoom?" And he goes, "Yeah, it was Zoom." As if to say, "That's that's why I'm late because yeah. Zoom's back." And he says, "I'm going to kill that guy." Did he say he was going to kill? Either way, he was so he was so angry. Which right? he. I thought it was like Oliver that Oliver or... said, "I'm going to kill that right. guy." And I remember, I think that's what it was because I remember sitting back going, "Hang on." You're going to go and kill the big bad, or at least you know you're going to say that you're going to kill the big bad of the other show. It'll never happen, but that's what you're saying. Regardless, I saw an interview, read an interview with uh, the showrunners a couple of days after that episode, when everyone's like, "Hang on, who's in the grave?" Of course, he's not going to say. 
I at, at least in one article that I read, maybe a couple, the 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 show they openly admitted, oh, we don't know who's in the grave yet. And I thought, oh, that's you should know who you're going to kill by the end of the season. Yeah. But then I thought maybe that it's a bit of a test. Put it out. And then at, at, at the midway point, mid-season, that's when you know and that's how you're going to work the last 12 episodes. But you put it out, you watch Twitter go on fire because everyone hated the hashtag Olicity, which they end up playing with a couple episodes ago, which is fun. But everyone hated the fact that those two were together or at least how they were together. So they wanted Felicity dead. Or, you know, do more people want Thea dead? Or are people sick of Diggle? They're, he's sick of him being this overprotective asshole, whatever the case may be. They just say, hey, someone's dying. And then watch Twitter alight with who fans want to die. And then maybe they don't give the fans who they want. Say everyone wants Laurel to die. Well, they go, oh, they want Thea to die second most. Or they really want to save Diggle. Let's kill Diggle. So you think this, so this, as an extension of that, this two weeks we're having off now could be them taking their time and going shit do we need to who root? should we kill uh, I, th- I think <laughs> quick no, re-edit <laughs> no I think I think they know by now call in the suicide squad <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying if that scene that we saw at the start of the episode is still in our viewing future we've just seen as far as we know Laurel die that grave scene that we've already watched months and months ago he well. was truly angry there and no one was around why was he properly angry obviously in the moment in the script as an actor, Stephen Mel reads, you're really upset. Someone close to you is dead. Be angry. But then 16 weeks later in this episode, where we're theorizing it might be this great ruse. So that's either a betrayal to the storyline and the character that they wrote in season uh, episode one. Mm. Okay. Or, so or it's real. Yep. No, all right. Okay. I don't know. I don't know either way. You raise a great question. But yeah, you're right. Like, why, why is she trying to get away from... Other than the fact that Ruve, whatever her name is, Damien Duck's uh, mayor wife, wanted her to work for her, then Which, everyone finds out that... that I mean, plot holes. Yeah, plot, there's plot holes a bit. Like, seriously, how is no one asking where her husband is? Who's exactly, her husband? Exactly, yeah. And the fact that What Dark do you mean where her husband prison, is? From a political standpoint, right? Yeah. Who her husband is. Like, who, who or where? where what, She's why? got a kid. Yeah. Think about it. It's yeah. a political oh, yeah, campaign we, in the US. Yeah. They tear yes. your personal yeah. life apart. apart. Yeah, and they made that very clear with Oliver. They said, oh, you slept with a girl 10 years ago. Yep. Yeah. This will kill you. It's like, well, But this you're mystery right. woman, oh, Who, that's okay. We'll she can just walk in now. and just be all she's mysterious. A, you're right. She's yeah. a single mum. They probably Ridiculous. do need to ask the question. They don't need to know that she's Damien Dark's wife. But we don't but know that. They don't thing. know that. Oliver could have, when he went to prison, as in Dark, Oliver could easily have done another press conference and said... I was blackmailed by Rouvay. Mm. Was um was Laurel in that glass tank where Damien Dark filled it full of the poison? Or was she not in there? I wanna say that she was, but I just can't remember. I think now. she was because Diggle that means was... they've looked at each other. Yeah. But when they were, she was he was on the stand, there was some sort of conversation like that she didn't know or she wasn't there. Was, was that thought, the episode were they kidnapped from the, the party? And taken there after the party. Like, did they only get kidnapped remember. because they were Oliver Queen's friends? They weren't kidnapped because they knew the arrow. Because back then they, we still didn't know how early. But it doesn't matter. So, so she's in the box. Yeah. It's a glass box, a glass case yeah, of emotion. I mean. It was Laura. It wasn't. Looking, it was. Yeah, it wasn't Black Canary. It and was he's Laurel, there. Right? Dark's there. Yeah. She said, "Oh, my friends got kidnapped." Well, hang on. I thought you were there too. Mm. Why are you saying? Oh, that? I mean, there's all the things. I mean, there's only limited things she's able to prove. I think that's why they're always so surprised when the judge says, "Oh, yeah, no, we're we're taking away your passport and you don't get bail and all this," because they can't prove 
almost anything against Dark. That's his great power over them mm. is that he's been doing all this in the shadows. And when they meet privately, like there's those moments where Dark and Laurel are looking at each other and he's basically saying, yeah, of course I'm the bad guy. And yeah, she's just saying, yeah. I know you're the bad guy, but we can't we can't go into detail in court because neither of us can back up these claims. You know? And maybe it was her sister too and that um, Laurel came in to actually save them. There's a chance of that as well. Yeah, I can't, I, I can't remember, yeah. but I did think, oh, hang on a minute. I and I sure as hell wasn't that far back when I started rewatching all these episodes. So <laughs> Are I you sure? No Are you help sure? to you. But um, yeah, so oh, we just we don't know whether it's real. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, you're right. Plus, so, seriously, it was. Barry could still go back in time and change the whole thing. No, I don't. Want, I really don't want to do any of that. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm waiting for um, the crossover episode where um, Sarah realizes that. Um, Laurel's dead and then tries to change it, as you say. That's right. I know. And if this was real world, I'm sure there'd be a lot more of it going on, but they're not... I'm glad that they don't use... And I love time travel. When we start, If there's a time travel movie that comes out sooner or a time travel TV show is actually being developed, there's going to be a lot more geek stuff on time travel. Ben and I, and I'll get to it again later, we do some theorising. We crack out a whiteboard every now and again. We try to work this stuff out, especially where the Flash is concerned. I'm just glad that not every problem that Oliver has... He doesn't call up Barry and go, "Oi, can you come back and ch- um, just go back in time for me?" Yeah, yeah. Because you know, why would the why would the show exist? But I get like in these cases where it is a very main character or someone as central to the team, mm. you got to at least think that there's there sh- maybe should be a mention of that where someone in the team goes, "Can't we just call up Barry?" And he goes, "No, no, no, we're going to just Constantine." Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, well, we are talking about Barry, the Flash. Well, there's no Flash. There was no Flash this week, so. Yeah, but, but for you haven't... there was. Uh, was there? Oh, no, were you up to speed? I was, no, I was up to speed. I was up to speed before this week, so to were speak. You? No, no pun intended. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Okay. I was fully caught up on the Flash. All right. Well, we'll just skip right over that then. Yeah, let's go uh, straight into Legends. Legends. Yeah. I really did catch up because I hadn't uh, watched. I think I had four. The most recent episode that I. I apologise to my wife for our Foxtel IQ box because all it was was just Legends Tomorrow, Legends Tomorrow, Legends Arrow, 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 Flash, 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 Supergirl, all this other stuff was just banked up and I'm finally getting the chance to watch it. But I had the last Arrow, uh, sorry, the last Legends of Tomorrow that I'd watched before this binge was the uh, Star City 2046. Um, oh, where they, yeah. where they went in and with old Green Arrow and stuff like that. So that's ages ago for you guys. That yeah. was so long ago. That's <laughs> <It's> actually <laughs> another time. So I really, yeah, I binged uh, f- four episodes. Not really a binge, but I watched four, you know, back to back to back to back, essentially, to, uh, to catch up. So I'm finally up to date. And I know this wasn't the most recent episode. Um, the first episode I watched, was it ended off with uh, Captain Cold... Um, seemingly killing his mate, Rory. Lincoln Burroughs, Heat, Rory, whatever the hell his name is. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, he's clearly he didn't kill him. If he killed him, we would have seen him kill him, whatever. Um, but uh, the third of the four episodes that I watch is when Rory is revealed to be Kronos. And like, that was cool. But that whole episode, it was the same core team, but they'd all been existing in three different time periods. Like it blew my freaking mind. Like the start, the the start of the episode showed how Kronos had whacked the button to take the ship away with um with uh, Captain uh, what's his name? Um, Captain Cold. No, no, no. The actual captain. Oh, the the other Rory, um, Rip Hunter. Rip His Hunter. His name's not Rory. Yeah, stop <laughs> talking. Stop it. Sorry. You're confusing me. <laughs> to make things worse, when I went to say captain, I went to say Captain Jack, and yeah. that would have, re- yeah, Rip Hunter, Rip Sparrow. Hun- <laughs> so Rip Hunter, um, Captain Cold, button to take the ship, and Rip Hunter and whoever else was on the ship, and leaving uh, Ray 
and uh, Sarah Lance and Hawkgirl in 1958. And they go disappear, and then something happens where their ship just starts going crazy. Um, Kronos disappears with Captain Cold somewhere in, in, in that mess. He runs off, and then you've got uh, the guys on the ship, the Wave Rider, just spinning. They go, we're spinning through time, like we're, we're, until the ship repairs itself or whatever the case was, we're going to be falling through time. And then we watch uh, Hawkgirl and uh, Ray live for two years. Which was awesome. When that started happening, I was like, this is awesome. And it was kind of sad too because it's like 10 days later and you're like, oh, oh wow, that sucks. I've been waiting there a long time. Two months later. And then Sarah goes, I'm done with this and never coming back. Two years later, and you're like, oh my God, they've like they've been living there. Which is, which is really... <laughs> I laughed out loud because the week before, Terry's biggest problem with that episode was, well, wait a minute. If they're just there for five minutes, why would they buy and move into a damn house? Like, oh, where'd they get all the boxes and stuff just to from? Just on a great I mean, party. they're just there for five minutes. This is rubbish. It's so, well, that's because the next episode, they're going to have to live there for two years. They didn't oh, know that. How lucky we've yeah. got yeah. all this fake that stuff so that we needed. How convenient. Well, shit house. <laughs> just shit house. Well picked up. Um, I hadn't even thought about that until now. But yeah. That's, it really shit me. No. <laughs> you know, I only thought I'm like, yeah, you're buying a house. That's that's the first, you know. But it's a, you're playing the long con, except that you weren't. You were only there for the tiniest bit of time. But you're right. But then we see them live there for two years, and they're ready to get engaged. They've been in love with each other, seemingly in this in this relationship for the entirety of the two years. We meet Bill Gates' father. We do meet Bill. <laughs> Bill Gates, your father. Hey, that's got a good ring to it. Oh, great. Thank you, Ray. Um, and then the ship arrives, and they're like, oh, that beacon that's brought us back, you know, as close as possible to 1958 got them to 1960, and they picked up the beacon that Ray had going or whatever to come and pick them up. They go back in there in that little time vortex, space worm hole bubble thing, uh, traveling around. And then all of a sudden they come back across, or then we're reintroduced to the whole Kronos Captain Cold thing. Yep. So you've got this entire team that are now back in the one episode, seemingly all existing in the one timeline, but you've got the two of the two of the members, at least that we've seen, because well, Sarah, Sarah Sarah's doing there. her own thing. Yeah. But two of the members, and even with Sarah, I guess they've been living their own lives for two years. Then you got their friends, who disappeared four minutes ago. The, the, the two years doesn't exist for them. Yeah. Then you've got Kronos and he reveals, or Rory, and he reveals that he's been training in this time, non-existent place called the Vanishing Point for thousands of lifetimes or whatever. And you're just like, what, what, do, you, what do you mean? You're like, you... I mean, and that guy can really hold a grudge. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. And not, on, not, not only that, he come back and had a very timely reference to make. Like he come back, he goes, after all... I thought I was the dumb one. <laughs> and you're like, hang on, that was a joke from the very last time you saw them. Like, as far as those characters are concerned, that was a reference from three days ago. As far as our audience is concerned, it's from two weeks or two episodes ago. For you, we're talking 20,000 years or something, and he just happened to show up and know the exact moment that, hang on, if I make this reference... He'll know what I'm talking about because it's in context because it happened in yeah. his past. He must have wrote it like, down. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> at this moment, when this happens... Yeah, yeah, when I go back, take that post-it note. That's the one I've been looking at. But as far as my uh, the time travel stuff goes, like that just blew my mind. Like These three... This this whole group that started together mm. and it won- only until a week ago were all existing in the same time period 
all three of them were essentially from different areas, but they were all the same people that knew one another. Just yeah. I, I can't even explain it. it doesn't yeah. make so sense. So even up to bang. that point, it was the greatest episode. And <laughs> then it's like, well, where's Sarah? Where's Sarah? Boom, League of Assassins. Oh! <laughs> I just I had to pause. I had a needed a moment. I, 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 think wow. you, I think you messaged me during that and you said... Where are you up to on Legends? I'm like, oh, no, I have still haven't started those four episodes. You go, oh, my God, I've had just had movement watching it or something. <laughs> like, you were so... It was true. I had to have a cold shower, a cup of tea, and a lie down. I had to. It was just... Whew. That was fun. Yeah, because all of a sudden, like, Rachel Gould just pops out. And I'm like, oh, Matt Nabel, Aussie superstar. Here we go. He's back. Yeah. He's, he's forgotten how to do most of the accent from Arrow Season 3, but we'll let that pass. That's fine. <laughs> he's still just intimidating. Oh, man. no, he's... Oh, yeah. Terry, you and I touched on it. How are they going to get around the fact he knows her before he knows her? Or did he know her the whole time? And I'm confused. Yeah, I... I don't even want to go there. It hurts. <laughs> I got goosebumps everywhere at the end of the episode where she said to him, make sure your daughter... Now, I thought isn't off the island called Lian Yu, isn't there in 2008. Yep. But then when Mitch was re-watching it, we discussed it, and it is make sure she's off the coast of la-da-da-da-da. So that means she is there. So she is actually saying, make sure your daughter is here at this point in time because that's when she rescues me. Now, was she there the first time or is this the chicken and the egg? Well, she only rescued because she told somebody in the past to send someone there to rescue her in the future. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go uh, along the lines that she was always there. Whichever... whichever. Then like, why does she need to analogy? tell Raish to... To send your daughter there. I don't know. Maybe she. Fe- I don't know. Maybe she felt like she disrupted the timeline. Well, maybe. I thought it was. You thought it was the other way. I around. thought it was. She was saying, "Make sure your daughter's not there, because yep. then none of this shit will happen to me. Yeah, and I'll just die. I and guess. I can't even remember what she said at all. And it, that's when she told Rachel Gore what her name would be too. Yeah. Yeah. Because he said, "I'm not going to send Alison or whatever her name is," and she said, "No, no, no." Oh, that was um, that was Talia. When when oh, yeah. when you saw this daughter, and I'm like, hang on, Nisa's not that old, yeah, and he says, "What, what you know, learn well, Talia. You could learn." Of-. And I'm like, "Oh my God, Talia Al Ghul! This is awesome! Like they're never <laughs> going to bring this in." So you guys are just like, "What's going on?" Here? <laughs> no, Talia, Al Ghul, she was in Dark Knight Rises. Oh, okay. uh, in comics, law, she and Batman had a child together. Oh. Uh, but she's Raish's daughter, and she's sort of like, you know, she's evil as well. You know, at, right. at times, most bad. of the time, so whatever. Where is she? Like the whole time, Nissa's been around. Yeah. Well, I, th- I guess I th- we've got a, hey, we've got next season's a- potential person. Mm, we can have her true. come back and be a criminal. Yep. Yeah, that's it's always a possibility. Hey, maybe Rouvay reveals herself to be Talia. Al-Gul. Oh, that's something. That's something. I don't think that's going to happen, but that could be something. She's uh, not sexy enough. No, she, no, you're right. Especially after Marion Cotillard played yeah. her in Dark Knight Rises, that beautiful French actress. So the most recent one, though, I thought was a bit rubbish. It was a I'll go to the end and say it out loud. That was crap. Okay, so they've gone to the future, um, and it's Vandal Savage's protege yes. who's like the next Hitler. Yes, that's right. And then they had to decide whether they were going to kill this 14-year-old boy and 
blah blah blah. Which is that was a episode good was premise, a bit crap, as but it was well. just a, it was craply done. It, it was, really was. And I think the way that you saw Arrow this week is the same way that I've seen Legends of Tomorrow this week. Which I did enjoy. Yeah, I guess I enjoyed the premise throughout, but it was really just about the ending, where this whole series is about stopping a guy, Vandal Savage, from coming into power yep. and destroying the world, and they're trying to destroy him in different timelines. Blah blah. blah. It's not working, so they just jump ahead to go, "Hey, look, we're not killing him in the past. Let's kill him just before he takes over." And they weren't even going to kill Vandal Savage. They just wanted to get rid of the kid. Yeah, as if that's Supposed somehow going to fit. Know, oh, whatever. I was waiting for them sad. to have killed the child, and then that made his father just as evil, and yeah. give and then the father give Vandal, so it really didn't affect anything. But instead, it sped it up. It actually sped it up, which is interesting because like that music when Vandal <laughs> comes out and says, "Hey, thank you for you know making the son the new leader." Of course, he's too young, so he's given me the powers mm. to act on his behalf until he comes of age. And the music was just—I think the music for Vandal Savage is really, really powerful. Just that sort of like you know distant chanting. Yeah. And when he just walks in, just, ah. <laughs> I was surprised and, that he didn't make more in that timeline of seeing Hawk Girl. Is that her name? Yeah, um, um, I can't remember. I keep forgetting is. a real. Yeah, I'm not great at character she, names. She's there flying around, and he just sort of went, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." That's the love of your life, dude. I mean, and I'm talking life as in eternity. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, Nothing. yeah, you're right. He didn't really care. He like every react. other time, he seems to care. And I was wondering why he didn't care so much because I'd forgotten a little bit in that um, in the 1958 Ken- episode. Kendra, or something? Kendra, yeah. Kendra. When they uh, bought the house and they went over to his place for a party, but when he showed up at the front door to give him a casserole, he didn't react. And then she had to, I guess, remind Ray and remind the audience, at least for me, say, hey, he doesn't act. On us, and because he can't take my power unless I've remembered that I have this power. Yeah. And as far as he knows now, hopefully, I don't have that power because I, I don't know who he is and whatnot. So that was great. But I'm surprised at how much I'm enjoying just having the one villain for an entire series. Oh, like see, I'm not every episode, I, th- I think I'm just sick of him. Why? I I think him. I think for me, he's so cheesy and so over the top. I just I don't know. I think that the performance is great. Where does the um? Where does the show end? I mean, uh, once he ends, yep. what happens? No, I found myself thinking that actually in that epi- where the moment where you're talking, that Hawkeye's flying around, Ray's flying around, Sarah's fighting them off with sticks out in the open um, at towards the end of that episode uh, where, they're ret- where they're doing the exchange, you know, giving the boy back to his father and things. And they're fighting out in the open. And uh, and I found myself thinking, wow, when, like, is he going to be the season two villain? Are they going yeah. to kill him at the end of this, or are they going to kill him? You know, as far as we know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Malcolm, I guess, in season one of Arrow, and then they just continue like what fighting problems throughout time. I can't imagine. That's what I mean. That's or so fixing weird. up what they changed. Maybe they kill him, but they change something, and they don't know where they made the problem. You know, and so they go back it. throughout time to try and fix their mistakes or something like that, and then he comes back. Or is he going to be the vi- the villain for this show? For its foreseeable run oh, for three God, or four seasons, not. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes sense for the characters in in the storyline because that's their that's their mission is to go and kill this guy or at least stop his rise to power. But you're right, as a, as a viewing audience, we need something more. I'm just saying at the moment, I I'm not over his performance of the character yet. I'm I maybe not so much. I don't want him to be the main villain every time because in every episode there's a Russian bad guy, or in this case, it's more about their moral compass where they sit with killing yeah, a 14 yeah. year old I just whenever he pops up I don't find myself going oh god like I'm just over this guy being this guy yeah. I want him to develop it's a little bit it's certainly different character. than villain of the week mm. which is something that you know Flash started out as and kind of still is yeah. and uh, certainly another show Supergirl 
You want to jump ahead? Okay, yeah, we'll jump ahead. No, good uh, good form. Let's jump ahead to Supergirl. So, uh, you had quite a lot to watch on Supergirl. Yeah. Well, when we spoke yesterday and we said, look, tomorrow we're just going gonna to record the chat regardless. You had, I think, at the start of the week, you had about 10 episodes, roughly? Mate, I had about 10 yesterday. So, like, I was... how much can we chat about? Um, Sorry to say, Ben. Oh, I'm up to date, motherfucker! Boom! <laughs> I am up to date. You are not up I to date. I am up to date. I don't believe it. I've seen World's Finest. I've seen the crossover, and oh. that's the most recent episode. So, bang! Oh, You're welcome. No. I, I would drop the mic, but it's on a stand. I'll drop my headphones. Boom! I'm I'm very impressed, Terry. Same. I've been saving that About nugget time. all day. You've been walking and going, how are you going? I'm like, oh, mate, geez, it's not looking good. <laughs> Damn. Bang! I'm up to date. It's all happened. I literally, before we walked in here, I watched the crossover. And unfortunately, I've got another appointment, so we don't have time to chat about it. <laughs> <laughs> well done, though, Mitch. Good effort. <laughs> Thank you, mate. It's been good. It's been fun. Oh, shit. I don't even know where to begin. I mean, you start... Like, did you start at the start of the season? Is that how it got Yeah, I, mean? I started at the start of the season, um, I don't know how many weeks ago, and I watched about seven and then took, like, over a couple of days and then took a couple of weeks break. Yay or nay, do you like Supergirl? No, yay or nay, I do, actually. Like, yeah. I yeah, think that's I like that's why I was hesitant. Fun. Yeah, see, that's good because I want to know what you guys thought because I know that when I went into it, I was like, this is going to be really fluffy. And I, even though Flash is so fluffy compared to Arrow, I, they do that so well. Yeah. And it works for that show. Um, and I thought Supergirl is probably going to be that times two or three and I'm, it's just going to be too much for me. And I, 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 I really like it. I really do think that it works for what it is. Yep. And I think she's great. I think she's just really adorable. But at the same I time... Really I really like Cat Grant. I, I like yeah. her more than Supergirl. She's fantastic. Yeah, I love... And I didn't used to like Callista mm. Flockhart, but I, I really like her in this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I, The only thing I don't like about the show is there are a lot of plot flaws. Mm. There are a lot. Yeah. But if you ignore that, it is it's fun. a bit of fun. Mm. It is a it is a bit of fun. Yeah. Let's focus on the crossover episode. Yes. Well, that was that's what we're up to. Yep. And that's what we've been waiting for. I think that's all the reason we all started watching it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was exactly. This crossover episode with the Flash. I can't believe they stuffed up the timing. I know. So disappointed. And in fact, when Terry and I watched it, we said to you, Mitch, yeah. "Hey, good man, catch up, catch up, please do." But I don't think you should watch the crossover episode until you've seen The Flash. And I could have stopped myself, but I just thought I really wanted that moment where I told you that I was up to date and you, <laughs> and you didn't believe me. I really wanted that moment. Wow, and that's had, a lot of TV. I can't, how did you do it? How did you fit it in? I don't have know. Have you seen your family? <laughs> well, no, the good thing, you know, it's it's actually, it's such a, it's an enjoyable show for an adult if you're watching it and, and, and superhero TV like we are. But at the same time, it's not violent. There's no language or anything. Like, I can sit down with my with my Like, I've got a three-year-old. It might be too much for him in certain moments. But generally, and he loves Superman. So he sees a girl wearing Superman outfit. He goes, what's that? And I go, that's Supergirl. That's his cousin. That's it. That's all he needs to know. He just enjoys seeing a girl fly around and shoot lasers out of her eyes and things like that. So it's a very easy watch, I think, for for young kids. So I can watch it with them rather than having to watch, you know, Teletubbies or something. It's yeah. something for the whole family. And I can catch up on TV <laughs> and not use my children as an excuse. Teletubbies versus Supergirl. Ooh, that's a tough choice. Well, that's exactly <laughs> why I made this decision. So, yeah, no, um, I, I punched it all out. And I, it's such a shame that I have because now there's only two episodes left and we're going to get the, uh, the new one, the second last one on Sunday night on Fox. Um, and I only get I only get two weeks of watching it 
you know, a single episode and looking forward to the next next week. And know? we get to review it. We do, which is great, but it's if just you... a shame that I've punched out eight episodes overnight and went, oh, I don't have that looking forward to the next episode as much as what you guys might have over the last two months. So, um, yeah, and I, th- I but as far as the crossover episode goes, I think that they worked really well together. I think introducing her to that CW, because they're on CBS, is uh, what Supergirl's on, and the CW world of Legends, Arrow, and Flash. Flash, obviously, is the is the obvious introduction point, because he's yeah. as fluffy as what she is. And then maybe down the line, Arrow comes into it, or she goes to visit them, or well, something. Well, it's interesting you know? that none of them exist in her universe. Mm. Mm. But then I want to know what she meant by the... The uh, other city that we're... Mask. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because she, she mentioned that. I missed that. Back. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, yep. way back she goes, oh, wearing masks or someone said, and she that's goes, oh, that, no, that's, that's another that city. That's another city. Oh. And, we all, and we all went, oh. I missed it, obviously, city. in the middle of an eight-episode binge. Yeah. <laughs> if you can remember which one it is, let me know and I'll go back because I haven't deleted them yet. But um, I didn't – she has noticed more than once, and I think it might have even been this episode as well, Opal City. Do now – do you, do you know Opal City? No, but I've That's, heard a reference. That is where uh, Harrison Wells' daughter went in The Flash. Oh. She hopped on a bus and it, and it panned up to oh, the top of the bus right. and it said that it was going to Opal City. Now... Obviously, that's a, that's some kind of reference. I jumped on the Wikipedia at the end of Opal City, and it tells me you know what heroes in the DC universe are from Opal City, and they're no name heroes. But still, it's a nice little reference point to say this is this is a place. You know, it's like saying if she went to Gotham, you know about Gotham, mm-hmm. you know it's a place, rather than just going to you know the beach somewhere. And so they keep mentioning Opal City, obviously on purpose. So I'm wondering whether maybe that's the city with masks. I don't know. Um, yeah, obviously, maybe. Superman exists in this world. Um, doesn't help out a fair bit, even though there's a lot of you know like world changing events going. I on. think I think they're still trying to work out. Okay, if we're going to get an actor to come in Who's and be Superman, I think it should be Tom Welling. Well, of course, but because he did Smallville for so long, he should. Yeah, I'm wondering why, though whether or not that would be for the audience. I think you shove in Tom Welling, and then automatically it's oh. Well, then Smallville is canon in this universe, which yeah. they might I mean, work in. That could be fine. What does that mean? Can it like it's part of the the chronology? Um, like, for instance, when they announced Batman versus Superman, and they said that it wouldn't be a Batman origin story, it would be an aging Batman, uh, a semi-retired Batman coming back out of that semi-retirement to fight Superman. Everyone naturally assumed, and it had only been a couple of years since The Dark Knight Rises, that Batman would be Christian Bale, and then they cast Ben Affleck. But then a lot of people still went, oh well he's playing Christian Bale's Batman. And I guess it, it is confusing because there's so many movies in so short amount of time, but you have to sort of think, no, well, that's a, it's a separate universe. And now Ben Affleck's Batman is is the Batman and Henry Cavill's Superman is the Superman. It's got nothing to do with Superman Returns uh, or anything like that. So I think if you bring in Tom Welling, people go, oh, it's Smallville. All that stuff that happened in Smallville is... Is what ha- I would love to see him by mm. all means because I loved watching Smallville back in the day. Yeah. But I just think it would be too confusing for the audience to, for them to establish in one episode in maybe a throwaway line that Smallville didn't exist. Let's or, just put Henry Cavill. But it did exist. <laughs> yeah, but again, <laughs> and you know what? They might do it down the track because while the MCU is mixing TV and movies, not as much as maybe we like, like we said in the in the Shield chat. They do definitely exist in the same world. Daredevil exists in the same world as Ant-Man. Yeah. Well, the other thing they could do, they could put Tom Welling in, but he could be from a different um, universe. Ex- yes. Yes, he so, could. Yeah, well, yeah, hey, I'm from, I am Superman from here, but mm. this is how events unfolded in my Smallville. So yeah. then you get Tom Welling in, and it doesn't interfere with any of their canon. Yeah. 
No, and really. they definitely they definitely could do that. But then there's also there is a prevailing theory as much as the DC people and Warner Brothers have long said we're not doing it the Marvel way. Our TV universe does yeah. not interact with our movie universe. We've got a different Flash, as we've now seen in Batman vs Superman. Sucks. There is a Flash cameo. We <laughs> see sucks. that it's not the same guy who plays Flash. For anyone sucks. that was still confused about it, it's a different Flash. There'll be a different Aquaman or a different whatever. There is a theory, though, and I'm sure it is so long-winded and so far-fetched, but it's still a theory and it's fun to play around with, is that eventually there will be an what the storyline in the comics are infinite uh, crisis on infinite earths where you do get like we've got earth one which is flash and, and all that earth two different flash different Harrison Wells earth three supergirl maybe maybe earth four in their minds is Ben Affleck Batman and Henry mm-hmm. Cavill Superman and that eventually all the worlds will mix and we'll get two different flashes the worlds will and collide. <laughs> Again, the fact that we've already seen two different Flashes or two different Barry Allens and they're the same actor, we're probably not going to see that happen, but it's fun to play around with. We're getting way out of hand. Either way, that's a wrap-up music. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> There's no Flaro. There's no Flaro this week. Good Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's on uh, in a couple... Well, t- tonight, our time, when we're recording this, the uh, the new episode, Channel 7. So we'll have that. We'll have Legend- Supergirl. I don't know if Legends are tomorrow. I haven't looked it up, but it would be on Friday, up, yeah. Friday night on Fox and Sunday for Supergirl. Well, thank you very much. And Mitchell. Very impressed. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll clap myself out. Yeah. <laughs> From Breaking Bad to Calling Soul, agents led by Son of Call, or Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies. Supergirl just flew on by. We're chilling, watching Netflix. How much time's gone by? We're talking TV. From suits to supernatural. Talking TV. Blacklist and the Rebels Sherlock's Big Bang went off from black True Detective bombed at second crack 